Today, we pick up where we left off by talking about audio content in AI with Ron Jaworski of Trinity Audio. I just thought of something else too, like, cause you were just saying like, you just have so many hours. I'm thinking about like all the things that are happening uh, in the U.S. right now in the Capitol, all these new policies that are trying to be passed and they're like 600 pages long. And can you imagine if there was a way where you could, you know, I'm sure that these politicians would want to sit and read as well, but like maybe they want to get up and they want to have something to eat. They could be listening while they're doing this and like getting finished and actually reading these policy things before they go and uh, are voted on. I mean, yeah. And lawyers, I mean, Here's here's my other question. One of the things, and I, I kind of know the answer to this, but I'm going to put it out there. Um, audio AI can be boring. It's It can be very linear. It can be very monotone. And what is, how are you going about to deliver content, audio content that is, you know, you, you mentioned about Stephen Hawkins. How, <laughs> how do you go about it? Do you work with synthetic voice? Is this... Um, just machine learning. How do you make it so that it's it's almost rhythmic and musical as you're listening to it, so that the listener can engage and listen to? I mean, some of those New York Times articles are long. <laughs> how how do you keep the engagement up? First of all, we are all the time experiencing with improving the user experience and to make it more human, more humane, more more vivid. So we are working on improving that. I, I must say that, look, we are being also used on uh, uh, books and literature uh, sites. Uh, we, in many cases, episodes of books that can go for 15 and 20, 25 minutes. And we see super high engagement with our solution. So I think it's, uh, first of all, I think that we are more and more tolerant to mechanical voices and, and, and more sound and things like that. I think that it serves the need. But on the other hand, we are always working all the time to improve it. And as you said, we are using improving ML all the time, algorithms to improve the experience, getting uh, feedback and, and, and going back and forth and back and forth improving it. There are some things that we are working, again, as I said earlier, uh, that we can't reveal right now, but that will definitely improve it significantly. As I said at the beginning, we are just in the start of this AI audio world that's going to be, first of all, immersed, and it's going to be a, a huge, 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 huge part of the content consumption of us in, in the next four or five years. And, you know, it's, it's going to be like when we talk with, with our kids, like they those going, you actually had to read a lot of that. <laughs> My kids are learning to read books, sit down and open physical books. That is not going away. I'm not allowing that to go away. I I love, uh, this is just my soapbox, but I love audio content. I love where we're going, but I definitely don't want to get rid of that because there is something about the sensorial experience of holding a book, opening it up. That's just my, my soapbox. No, no, I, I agree with you. I love books. <laughs> I love books. I still read books. And I know that... There are so many things that are, are different from the way we grew up to the way our kids are growing up. A few days ago, I was actually talking to my friend, which is, he's working in, in Apple and he's you know, on the engineering side here in, in Israel. They had a discussion among themselves, among the engineers, about the changes that have been done since the first iPhone came to life and, and, and the way we are 
doing basically everything today. And he told me about a lot of things that they are testing and checking, whatever. And and then we started the conversation among ourselves, you know, uh, and, and we talked about our daily usage and, and basically daily routine. And we just started to understand like the differences of the way we are doing everything today versus like, and we are talking about 15 years ago now. So let's think about our kids right now and what will happen to them 20 years from now. And we are now only talking about the consumption of audio. We still didn't talk about the voice interaction, which would definitely right. change the way we live completely. I have a question about like some features and such you may or may not have implemented, but uh, as a consumer of this, do you have anything like listed on your player or maybe it's vocally or something saying like the rating, like if, if it's G rating, if it's uh, containing COVID uh, information uh, that might need to be backed up or if it's containing potential bias or any of those things. Do you have any of those possibilities? And again, I know this is very new. So <laughs> we can support it. It's up for the content creator to decide what would be uh, added uh, to, to a specific article. We can definitely do that. We are in conversation with uh, some of our publication about how to implement it. And I think that um, for us, it's obvious that it needs to be part of anything that is related to what would definitely people will re would read without it. But at the end of the day, it's up to the uh, publication to decide whether it wants to add it or not. We are working on, on a lot of different tagging to the uh, article itself to have it better um categorize with also relevancy to generating of automated playlists in, in on specific content which is not only based on the section because in many cases you can have a news article that is definitely relevant to an entertainment or a sports article and you want to have them on the same i would say on this on the same stream for a specific listener, okay? Because now what we are doing right now that in many cases that you will listen to an, an article and will automatically recommend another article and then so we have a continuous uh, experience. Oh, okay. Uh, but what we want to start doing is like, you know, in, in most cases, you know, it's it's in the same section, the same category and the same time frame. Okay? We, the most new and the most consumed articles would be basically bundled up together. But we want to find the correlation between an, a news article that can be relevant to an entertainment article uh, covering uh, same topics, but maybe giving another angle of the same story. So this is what we are trying to do right now. So in, in regards to that, and, and you know, a, a, another thing that we are also trying to do that is also relevant to, as, as you said, not like PG and things like that, like, or things like that, but definitely, which is related to the advertising aspect of it. Can we tag the text to find the relevant uh, brand to advertise on top of our content? Like if it's an, I don't know, sports article, so probably bring in a brand like Nike or, or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So th those are the type of things that we are trying to, to add uh, to our uh, platform. I hope you're enjoying the show. For more on Sound & Marketing, check out soundandmarketing.com. This is where I house all the good stuff, like articles that I reference, media that I'm a part of, courses on sound's power and influence in marketing, and pretty much everything else that has to do with sound in marketing. For sound strategy and sonic branding creation, 
my company, Dreamer Productions, would love to chat with you. Check out the end of the episode for contact information or check out the show notes from this episode. We would love to help you make sound on purpose. Now back to the show. Do you have a marketplace of sorts for that where advertisers could come to you and say, oh, they have they have their player in uh, this, you know, sports magazine. Uh, let's let's buy, you know, I don't know how you buy ads exactly, but like let's buy ads for these articles or like these keywords. Let's put something in these. Is that how how would they go about? I guess the question is, how would they go about finding you or do you just kind of tap them how does that work so, so there is there basically we we are today and uh, we are connected to all the relevant platforms advertising platforms that have a uh, programmatic advertising capabilities in the in the audio uh, the digital audio landscape we are partners with uh, google and they have their own advertising audio beta that we are part of and and you know you have targets for the triton and edwiz and, and many other names so this is where we're working with them and over there it's 100 programmatic we are working with brands that want to directly advertise on top of our traffic and there we can set up, you know, basically filtering by categories or by uh, specific keywords and things like that, that we can definitely target. Uh, and I think that that would definitely go and become a more interesting funnel for advertisers because due to the fact that we are moving from third-party cookie to more contextual targeting, so those type of advertising uh, campaigns or I would say uh, targeting advertising need would be uh, more and more commonly used. So that's th- those are the places that we are uh, aiming. And today you can definitely target by section or verticals or things like that. Yeah, I just, all of these questions are popping <laughs> up in my head. Um, what, uh, as we have completely not gone on my questions at all, which is wonderful, <laughs> um, I will end with one of my questions. And my Please question do. is, what are you excited about that's either out there just now starting or something that hasn't quite began that you would really like to see catch on? I know where Trinity Audio is going to be and where the AI audio landscape is going to be in the next three to five years. I have no doubt where it's going to be and where is it aiming. I think that I'm super excited about the fact that I'm now hearing more and more large brand, large media companies talking about audio strategy now. Uh, I think that they still don't really grasp what they need to do, especially for those that are super focused in, 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 in textual content. But the fact that people are saying, okay, now I need to have an audio strategy, that's, that's a major, major milestone, and I'm super excited about it. And I'm more excited about you know having those conversations with people that are looking for their audio strategy. And... Uh, this is this is what makes me excited on the I would say on on the strategy side of things, uh, because we are pitching about audio strategy for the past few years, and it's it's great to see the market is starting to move into that direction. That's that's the first thing. The second thing is the connection between voice interaction and audio AI. That's 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 the the area that I'm looking to explore and to 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 try to master in the next couple of years. Uh, how I create the best audio experience using a voice interaction from the AI audio content that I'm creating, and by that, making sure that 
the content creators that are using my platform have the best engagement with their readers or listeners. This is this is what I'm excited about, and I know that this is what I'm going to pursue in the next couple of years. And I have tons of ideas. I just hope that I'll make them a reality in the next couple of years. I want to echo the audio strategy because I'm excited, obviously, about that as well. And if any of these brands are overwhelmed, they can always come to me and I would love to help them sort it out um, because I'm in this every single day as, as, as you are as well. So I'm very excited. You know exactly where three to five years everything will be. I don't because I thought that I kind of knew it, but then COVID hit and I feel like the voice world was granted this opportunity to show, okay, so now we don't have, we don't have our TV shows. We don't have our regular content. Oh, wait, there's podcasts and oh, there's this. And like, I I feel like there was just this total shift. So who knows? Hopefully we don't have another COVID, but who knows what's going to happen. And I I take that as a huge uh, positive form because I know that the sound revolution is happening I'm so excited to see what's going to happen next. Look, I think I think that we are. Um, I think we talked about it in the past. We are in an amazing moment, which is, I, I would say, similar to the mobile revolution, similar to the internet revolution, and this is the audio and voice revolution. It definitely changes uh, the way people live, and th- there are tons of innovation. It, it's such a blue ocean that you can, you know, you innovate and create and, and creativity and you see people doing amazing things and it's just going to grow. I think that five years from now, we'll look back and we'll say that, well, what, what just happened? You know, what, what happened in those <laughs> five years that completely changed the way, the way I live? It's, it's, it's not something that, you know, it's, it, it's nice to have and maybe I will use it. It would, would be, it will take a major role in our daily lives, in, in our interaction with our friends, in our interaction with our families and our kids. And I think that it, it would change the way we consume content and the way we, we purchase. And, and it will basically touch every every point of our life. And, and I'm excited to be small, a super small part of it, but to be a part of it. Well, thank you, Ron, so much for your time. I could talk about this and, and you could for forever. <laughs> forever, <so. laughs> yes. Definitely. No doubt about it, yes. We can do another like five or six or seven or 70 yeah. shows about it. <laughs> easily, easily. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I super enjoyed it and I uh, hope to see you soon. Guess what? Next week is the 100th episode of the Sound and Marketing Podcast. I can't even believe it. In honor of the special occasion, I've put together a What I've Learned So Far episode just for you. It shows you the rabbit hole of how I started researching just sonic branding and where I am today, knowing that there is so, so much more than just fill in the blank here. So be sure to tune in next week as we close out season four. For those of you wanting more information on how sonic branding and sound marketing can be utilized within your brand, my company, Dreamer Productions, would love to help you out. We create, consult, and help strategize on how sound can be a more active presence in your marketing. We help you make sound on purpose. For inquiries, go to dreamerproductions.com. That's D-R-E-A-M-R productions.com and send us a message. You can also find me, Gina Isham, on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. 
all links will be provided in the show notes. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand.